complicit when teams that are right below you guys are playing? Do you watch with rooting interest, or you say, hey, if we take care of business, everything will play out? I'd say both. You know, if we take care of business, everything will play out fine. But, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I thought last night would have been a great opportunity for my alma mater to play play really well. Uh, uh, so I'm not going to lie about that. But, you know, uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma both playing well. So, and West Virginia's playing. You know, obviously they just beat us. So, you know, we got a one-game lead on uh, Iowa State with, with uh, I guess, five to go for both teams. And, and uh a couple of games up in the lost column on, on uh, OU in West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. And then, uh, so, so you know, ball's in our court. We need to play well, hold serve at home, and, and then go play better on the road than what we've been playing. Can you talk a little bit about rebounding uh, during the big bowl season. What, what do you see when you watch the film of the West Virginia game? I saw, well, a lot of long shots mean long rebounds. It, it, and... You know, we, we don't have a good rebounding, defensive rebounding team, uh, per se, from a size standpoint. And so if you're not going to if, – if, if you're not big and, you know, just get balls outside your area or or, or 50-50 balls because of length or whatnot, then, then you need to do some things from a from a physical standpoint to put you in better position to get those rebounds. And you got to hit somebody air position. Your rotation rebounding has got to be better because we're not going to win a lot of jump balls uh, with our standing height and so so uh, with our bigs. So, uh, you know, if, if you don't put a body on, on physical guys, then, then obviously they control you and one – Shove, not not necessarily a foul, but one hard uh, uh, move that 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 creates contact, you know, can displace you, and all of a sudden it becomes jump balls, and, and we're not good enough or big enough to do that. So, uh, and our guards have to clean up. I mean, Frank and and Wayne and and Kelly and and Brandon Devonte are do, all doing a poor job. Kelly's the best of the five, but all doing a poor job of of running down long rebounds and cleaning up. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes offensive rebounding is a little misleading because so much of it's based on your shooting percentages. So, so if you, you know, if if you if you shoot fifty percent and and, and if you take forty shots and you make twenty of them, get ten of them back, that's really poor rebounding. You know, if a, you know if you shoot sixty shots and make twenty and get fifteen back. It's much better rebounding than actually the ten, you know, because from percentage standpoint. But you even look at our percentages in in in, uh, in uh, securing defensive boards, and we've gone from first to fifth or sixth in the league, uh, uh, you know, in the last uh, two or three weeks. So uh, obviously TCU uh, is playing much better. They were terrific last night, but a lot of times their best offense is going and getting it off the glass, and so we got to do a much better job. We were we were really poor. In Fort Worth with that. Coach, how concerned are you the way your team has played away from the field house this season? Uh, to be honest, I think we played pretty well. You know, uh, uh, you know, you go to Morgantown and and you know you, you uh, uh, have the ball, make a free throw, make a layup, uh, uh, whatever, and, and and you're gonna win that game. And we they made the plays late, and we didn't. Uh, but you, if you you know, winning on the road against top 20 teams isn't the easiest, or top 25 teams isn't the easiest task. So I think, I think you know, Kentucky game was obviously, Temple game was bad. Other than that, you know, we 
down four with 30 seconds left at Ames. You know, uh, had Oklahoma State down 12, didn't close. Uh, um, had West Virginia down, what was it, three or four under two minutes. I mean, so, you know, I, I, that's not poor play. That's just, we just didn't finish. You know, other teams try hard too, and they have good players, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. At the end of that West Virginia game, were the rest of the players kind of telling Perry to keep his head up the way it ended? I think everybody was. Yeah, yeah. Every, but it wasn't on. It wasn't on one. One play doesn't decide a game, even though everything's magnified. You know, you know. Coach Sutton used to always say that. The, you know, all phases of games are most important, but the last five minutes is far the most important. But the reason it's most important because you you don't have time to recover from mistakes. And 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 you know, there's a there's a lot of teams that. There's a lot more teams losing games than winning games. I mean, that, that's, that's the way it works. I mean, you, you see more losing plays than winning plays to end a game. And, and, and uh, that's the way it's always going to be. And, and, and in, that particular, in that particular game, uh, Perry had a – Perry played great. I, I was so pleased with Perry's play. And, you know, not knowing the time. You know, it's hard to know the time in a situation like that. And he probably rushed a little bit, but he was also a little off balance. But, but uh, uh, you know, we, we had numerous opportunities to secure a rebound, to uh, handle pressure better the first half, whatever it was, to put us in a position where it wouldn't come down to one play. So uh, I, I know Perry was down about that, but, but we, we, he's had time to recover. He'll be fine. Is, is that a sign of maturity for Perry to put himself in a position like that to make that play? Uh, you know, you can say yes, but I mean, I mean, you got to make the play. I mean, the whole deal is you score, you get it out, you throw it long, whoever's nearest run. I mean, it's not the, it wasn't a complicated situation. So, so, uh, uh, I, I don't know if that's maturity or whatever, but I would hope any player would, 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 would react that way to put himself in a position with, with three seconds left in the ball game down one to, to at least be aggressive. And so, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to say it's because of maturity, but I, I, I could tell you maybe it's because of intellect or IQ to put himself in that position. What's the game plan to contain Keen Anderson, who had 17 points in the earlier matchup in Fort Worth? Yeah, he had, I think he had like 23 on us in the first half last year, and we didn't do a good job with him at all. But Frank, Frank and Devontae have to be, have to be good. Uh, we, our ball screen defense has to be better. And then, of course, we got we got to keep him out of the paint and – and, 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 and I mean that even from a running start, from an offensive rebounding standpoint. We, we need to make sure that uh, uh, we keep them away from the basket as much as possible, which we didn't do a very good job of the first time at all. But he's a, really, he's a nice player, and he controls our team. He, I don't know how many he had last night, but I don't think he scored a lot last night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, you guys can help me out. But uh, I know at one point it, 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 he, it wasn't like he was scoring, but he totally controlled the game with the, with the pace. He's a good player. Uh, um, being so close to the game down in Dallas or Arlington, yeah. would the players, is that enough for the players to realize you could lose this game? Uh, I th I th I've always said that. If you're going to play somebody twice, you know, you want to win. But if you can make a perfect scenario, make the first game a hard game. And, and, and that was what was happened. So I, th I think that... Uh, uh, obviously, what happened with with uh, Oklahoma State, with what happened with uh, Kansas State, and, and then what happened with us down there are, are, are three good reminders that that this team's very capable of playing with anybody. Do you use the Big Twelve race?
choice now throughout each game to get them fired up even more? I mean, are you going to start? Is it crunch time? Yeah, yeah, it's crunch time. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's we're we're in the last two and a half weeks, and, and uh, certainly I think we talked yesterday that that. Uh, I could be off base, but what is there, 17 days left in the regular season or something like that? So, I mean, obviously it's down to the down to crunch time. and, and uh, But that's the way – that's what I told our guys. I said, that's the way you want it. That's the way it should be. You should have to play well to win a league. I mean, that, that's the way it is. And so certainly we put ourselves in a position that – that if if we're successful, we we'll, we'll put ourselves in a great spot. But I'm not banking on anybody behind us losing. You know, I'm I'm gonna bank on everybody winning, and and uh, you know that that obviously puts pressure slash motivation on us to continue to do so as well. How's Frank stamina holding up at the end of games since he plays so much? Uh, he's he's done great. You know, he got so tired the other night, but. How about bringing it up every time? And most times you bring it up, you got to go full speed because you got two guys running at you. And uh, uh, you know, and he chased Staten around. And something else that's really tiring when you when you give up second shots or third shots, you don't play defense for thirty seconds. You're playing defense for a minute. And and uh, so, yeah, he got tired. You can't take him out in the last five minutes, obviously. But but uh, he was certainly fatigued down the stretch. What's one thing you? I th- well, the, their offense is they're making more shots and they look more confident to me. You know, I've always thought they were a good defensive team and they've been a good rebounding team, but to me they're, they're like playing, playing to win, playing with purpose, playing with confidence. And, uh, you know, last night, the first half, they were really, really good, really good. And, and the second half against Oklahoma State, they were really good. I mean, they, they, they put together some – and they were really good against us the second half for the most part. So uh, – uh, you know, Trent and his staff, they've done it, they've done a good job. Their guys seem more confident and it looks like to me they're having fun playing. Was Shepard a guy you went after? Yeah, we went, we recruited Kavar. Yeah. Yeah, we recruited Kavar. He's you know, obviously he's very skilled and can shoot face up jumper about as well as any big in our league. Well, you guys obviously got the big twelve race to focus on, but at this time of year you guys have been at it for four or five months and probably is this the time of the year when guys tend to lose focus a little bit, or uh, it's tough to keep guys totally motivated? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I think this is you know if if in if in Major League Baseball is if August are the dog days, then in bas- college basketball you'd say February would be the dog days. So everybody's going to get their breath and, and for the stretch run. But this is probably you know key times to to uh, uh, make sure you're. You're at your best, as or as close to your best as you can possibly be. But uh, keeping guys motivated, things like I don't, I don't know that that's going to play into it. But I do think fatigue can play into it. And, and when guys' bodies get tired, their brains get a little tired. And, and this is a time of year I think when teams start getting tired. Do you roll it back in practice then, as far as physical, or? Do you think uh, <clears throat> well, we, we, we haven't practiced long. I, I, I'm not a long practice guy. Once we get start the season, so. Today we'll go hard. We'll go for an hour and fifteen minutes, you know. And, and so, uh, uh, but but uh, I used to be a guy, you know. Hey, we're going to go till we get it right, and sometimes that would take two, two and a half, three hours. And yeah, I don't think you can do that. I think it's more important to have fresh legs and fresh minds than it is to continually to drill them uh, uh, during practice. So we'll have our points of emphasis. Yesterday we practiced for about an hour and twenty minutes. 
on a lot of situational stuff, and we'll practice hard today and tomorrow, but our hard practice will only be about 75 minutes. Coach, I think you've got four guys averaging double figures since conference play came around. Do you, do you like the balanced scoring of this team? Uh, well, I don't think we score enough points, uh, but I do like the balance that we have. Uh, you know, to me, I'd, I'd, you know, how you get to 80 or whatever the number is, is uh, is almost uh, uh, irrelevant. One guy getting 22 or one guy getting, or your leading score average 13. But I know the hardest teams that we've had to guard here are the teams where you can score from all five spots, uh, without question. I mean, those have been the most successful offensive teams we have, and. And, and that we've had, and, and, and this team is, is getting better at that. We still don't have consistent low post scoring at all, but, but uh, certainly uh, uh, I think we're more balanced than we were earlier in the year. Is Devontae giving you what you want? Uh, well, he's, he's a good player, but I didn't think he was his best at, 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 in Morgantown. So uh, I do think we need a little bit more from him, uh, uh, and that's not being critical at all. That's just factual in large part because if he gives us a little bit more, then Frank doesn't play as many minutes too. So, uh, but it was hard to take. It was hard to take uh, Frank out of the game, Morgantown, when things go bad because you know Devonte had three quick turnovers and that kind of stuff, and we need to get Frank back in there. But but Devonte, I think Devonte can can do some more positive things. He's certainly shown us he can. Is there anything that Landon's done recently? Um, he's played well the last couple of games that have maybe set him apart um, from some other big man in practice. Uh, well, he's he has played good in the games. There's no question. Uh, uh, but the last two games, it's easier for him to play good than it is Cliff. Uh, without being critical, I, I mean, Land is much better against the zone, especially a dis distorted zone, because he has a feel on gaps and how to play, and and he's much better against pressure, handling the ball and passing the ball than Cliff. So, uh, so it was probably easier for him to look better in the last two games than Cliff. But uh, but I'm you know I, I'm I'm pleased with Landon and and. You know, he's even the free throw he missed the other day late. Guy is soft. I mean, he, he just didn't go in. Uh, uh, but he's played well, and he's certainly given us much more depth back there. So I'm just curious. Cliff's had the he had the back issue for a little bit. He's had the chest thing. Yeah. How's his body? Is it holding up pretty well? Uh, I think that I think Cliff's uh, uh, body probably feels uh, more beat up than it ever has in his life. Uh, than he ever has in his life, but I think he's holding up fine. You know, he's he's uh, uh, a bruised sternum isn't fun. You know, you have a bruised sternum every time you get a hit, it hurts. So so, uh, uh, and then, you know, he has had some other things, but you know what? Everybody's got something, especially this time of year. So um, to me, those are, I mean. When people don't feel good, obviously you want them to feel better and that stuff. But you also got to will yourself to, to, hey, I'm fine. And because as soon as you start believing that something's wrong with you, your brain will tell its body, your body that it is. And he doesn't have anything that should remotely keep him from playing at a high level. So you talk about the stretch run coming up. Is there an area or a focus that you really would like to get better at? Well, you know, our first shot defense has gotten so much better, but I would I would hope that we could get better rebounding the ball and stealing extra possessions uh, uh, that way. To me, that's about as important thing as we can do. We've said all along that we want to score the ball in the block more, and that hasn't really happened. Uh, uh, but there's ways that I think that we've done some things to get the ball to the block uh, and actually score 
close to the basket without actually saying you got to post it to score close to the basket. So I think that's positive. But the, I, I think the biggest thing is is, is uh, tightening up uh, uh, our defense, tightening up uh, uh, our rebounding, and, and certainly, uh, you know, offensively, you know, just do what we do and, and, and execute the, the few things we, we do. We're not asking our guys to, to, to make great plays. All we're doing is just ask them to carry out assignments. And I do believe if, if, if we could get, you know, our bigs posting stronger and doing some things, we can get to the free throw line more and things like that. Because if, if you followed us, we're not shooting any free throws. I mean, I mean, we, we, we had made, going into conference play, we had made a ton more free throws against a quality schedule than our opponents have even attempted. And it's not close to that. I mean, we're not shooting very many free throws at all. West Virginia, uh, what were we, 9 of 14 or? I have 11. Huh? 11. Seven, 7 of 11 against West Virginia. You know, so, so uh, and their opponents probably on, the, on an average are, are shooting 25 at least. Uh, so, so we got to do a better job of, of, of attacking and getting to the free throw line and making officials call something because I think that's what people are doing to us. Coach, a lot of fans this year have been taking to social media lately and talking about the role of the intro video at the Allenfield House. What role do you think? A lot of what now? The role of the intro videos at the Allenfield House. Well, I think that we have the best pre. You know, there, there's been some pretty cool. Texas was pretty cool. Uh, uh, there's been some pretty cool uh, pregame deals, but you know, none of them rival what our people do. I mean, it's the best. And and uh, you know, one thing about our atmosphere, which is absolutely the best, it also gets your opponents more excited to play in an atmosphere that's the best. I mean, that, I mean that, that's, that's the reality of it. So I think it just makes for, for more atmosphere and for more energy in the building. And, and I think that helps us, but I also think it raises the level of opponents too, which is good. I mean, that, that's what you want. You want good ball. So, uh, but it's great. Mike Lickard and his staff, they do the best job, and, 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 and it's awesome. I, I, I love watching it every time. Uh, and I know exactly what's going to happen. I know Paul Pierce is going to go baseline and dunk it. Uh, 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 and I know Mario's going to get a little pitch back and make a three. And, and, uh, uh, and then you get, a, obviously, a chance to hear Bob Davis voiceover. On, 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 I mean, those, that's what really gets me excited. But, but, uh, but uh, it's great. It's great. I still get excited every time I watch it, and I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, but you know what? Who cares if it pumps me up? I mean, that, that, that doesn't have anything to do with us winning or, or not. So, so uh, But I think it pumps our players up, for sure. Yeah, for sure, I think it, it helps our guys get going. But to me, you know, I, I don't think whether or not I'm jacked uh, 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 from, a, from a, a song or from a video uh, has a lot of input on, on actual play during the game. But I do think it has a lot of input on our players, though. I don't know if you've been here, but if you do, do you get a kick out of it when you miss four straight layups and the fan will scream, come on, self. I didn't know any fans ever <laughs> screamed at me. You know, I, you know I, 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 that can happen. And, of course, it's happened a lot this year that we've missed uh, some shots in a row or made some bad plays. And, and uh, you know, that, that's the one thing about, uh, about ball if you, or, you know, any sport. But, you know, a lot of times it's, it's – uh, you know, you watch Carolina Duke last night. You know, a 90% free throw shooter goes the line and, 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 and he shoots it short. 
and that gave Duke obviously a chance to win. And and so you do everything right, the right guys on the line, you foul, you know, and, and you know, Landon the other day, and Landon's 16 of 18 from in the league from the line, you know, and so you have your best free throw shooter statistically, even better than Brandon Green shooting the free throw uh, against uh, West Virginia, and it just doesn't happen, and it doesn't work out. And and uh, so I, I would imagine that when when uh, Landon or Cliff, when they fan that ball out and it goes in the third row, uh, which we've done several times in the last couple of games, I can see everybody saying that that's the coach's fault. Because obviously, why would you let them pass it? You know, so, but that's, that's the nature of the business. That's okay.